please. We'll do it live. Yeah. Do it live. We'll all write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's 5.31, happy Tuesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. How the heck your Tuesday going over there, pal? That is going, uh, it's problem-free so far. I haven't experienced too much of it, but it's been okay so far. It's supposed to be a beauty day today. That's what I hear. I was uh, I was looking at the forecast. There's a there's a new Neil Young album out. I want to go grab from Mind Bomb Records. Might what? take the dog for a stroll. Is this yeah. new music from him or like something from a vault type thing? Yeah, from a vault type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so take a stroll with the uh, with the dog and head on down there. Grab a record. Are you are you gonna immediately go home and put it on or? I mean, I'm gonna walk home after I buy it. So there's a chance I'll put it uh, on. Yeah, man. Carl is one of those people who. If he buys something, mm-hmm. he'll w- sometimes wait a few days before enjoying it. Yeah, for and sure. It's madness to me. Yeah. I can't even understand how, like, that, the reason I asked is because I could see you getting home, mm-hmm. being like, oh, Chelsea, look, I got the new Neil Young record. And she'd be like, yeah. shut up, you idiot. And then he'd be yes. like, oh, okay. Which is yeah. a complete accurate That's representation a, of how that conversation yeah. would go. I can see that happening. And then you would put it on the table. And then yeah. you might not even listen to it for two days, which is insane to me. It's very possible. I might put it on the shelf and wait for the right moment and sit down and listen to it. Yeah. Are it's there? there, and I have it, and I'll go back and check it out when I'm ready. Are there gummies involved in the right moment? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes there are. You know, it's, on that on that same vein, mm. I've had a bag of almond M&Ms that I bought on Friday. Still oh. in the fridge, untouched. You, see, it's insane. Yeah. Well, wait till I want them. I like this guy. His uh, his his inner strength is incredible. It's incredible. This is when we did our ice cream taste testing. Yeah, um, I made myself incredibly sick. Yeah, because I have no willpower whatsoever. Oh, we and, tasted what I think six different concoctions during our time there at uh, at the Caledonia oh, DQ. I so I and I knew we were going to taste a bunch. Yeah. So. I just had you know, just a couple of spoons from each one. They got them to bring us the smallest cups. We're trying not to be wasteful. But you were you were reaching I, the bottom of the cup on the first one. couple. Yeah. Every one. I ended up I finishing know. every one of them. At the end of it, he's just, oh, he's driving home. He's feeling sick. I'm like, why don't you eat them all? You didn't have to go all the way on each one. Uh, my willpower when it comes to, like, sweets or whatever, yeah, it's it's non-existent. <laughs> I've made an art of leaving stuff in the packaging soaper. So, oh, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, you look at your room with all your wrestling yes. figures and, and whatnot. It's I'm surrounded in my things. It's remarkable to me <laughs> that you can buy some. And it just yeah. it's anything. Yeah. It's anything. You do your big beer runs. I, mm-hmm. I can't. You know, you go. He gets like these twenty four packs of different types of beers. Yeah, and craft beers and stuff. I can't do it because I would consume way too many of them on the first yeah. night. Because I'd be so excited, I'd be like, "Well, I gotta try this. I gotta try this. I gotta try this." I had two. Rest are in the fridge, <laughs> nice and stocked. I'll go back there. Maybe I'll have one tonight. Must, I don't know. Must be nice. It is. It's incredible. Must be nice. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get going here with our dink of the day. You want to kick the show off with Judas Priest? Yeah. Why not? Let's go painkiller. Let's go sure. painkiller. 
977 hits FM. Good morning, party people. Let's go. I woke up the text box, Carl Brown. No kidding. Oh, Judas Priest painkiller. <laughs> it's 977 hits FM. Hap said he's getting a speeding ticket, so. Uh, Sorry, Hap. Trying to talk your way to that one, pal. <laughs> Let's get going with our dink of the day. And you know, it has been a while, actually, mm-hmm. since we have given you a story about a capital, uh, uh, capital rioter. Yeah. The um, the insurrection. It's back on January 6th. And of yeah. course, the whole deal of the Capitol building in uh, in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Lots of people found their way uh, into the news and into some charges after uh, invading that property. And, and since then, we yeah. love giving you stories about people who out themselves. <laughs> Lots of people getting rid of their awkward uncles uh, <laughs> for Thanksgiving next oh, year. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, ways. it was, right? That's a lot of the yeah. stories were centered around family or friends being like, yeah. oh, this loser. Yeah. Just told me he was there. Yeah. So I've got another story. I, I feel like it's been like a month since we've had a capital rioter well, outing starting story. To sort through already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I got? got a brand new one, Carl. Which means it's time for you to try to guess how did the capital rioter out themselves? And by the way, as always, if you do get this correct, two point one million dollars on the line. Well, buys a lot of Neil Young vinyl. Does it ever? Um. I don't think it's so. I don't, I'm going to go outside the social, the social media realm. I'm going to say, okay. got a T-shirt printed that said, "I stormed the Capitol," and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Did you look up the story? I didn't know. <laughs> you got the money. I don't have the money. <laughs> did I seriously get it right? <laughs> you pretty much did. What did he do? This guy had a T-shirt printed up yeah. that says, I was there, Washington, D.C., January 6, 2021. Yeah, I finally got one, baby. Oh, my God. And no, I did not look it up. I've had the text box open in front Come of me. Come on. I was looking at a pitchfork review of that Neil Young vinyl that no, we you, just talked about. Yes. Okay, that I'll believe. Yeah. You No. Yeah. You must have seen this story no. yesterday. No, I, I swear I have not seen this. I just thought, okay, you know, we're th- you know we're almost three months out from that. Or we are three months out from that, I guess. Uh, almost four. There's, you know, it's not social media. I didn't think it'd be some, like, court hearing thing. I'm wearing a new Bret Hart t-shirt that I'm quite fond of. So I looked down and said, oh, I maybe got a stupid t-shirt made. This is absolutely <laughs> remarkable. I'll take an e-transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't Simpsons elephant me, okay? Boy, wants the elephant. Don't you dare Simpsons elephant me. Am I gonna, we're gonna have, we're never gonna be able to do this bit again. I will never <laughs> financially recover from this. I will never financially recover. I cannot believe you got that. Yeah. Look at that. I was there, Washington D.C., January 6, twenty twenty one. So somebody read his shirt and then called the police and they checked sure. in and then yeah, yeah he's probably like, oh, been yeah. arrested. Thanks. So forth. Um, anyways, uh, can I pay you in either breakfast sandwiches or over the span of like thirty eight years? Let's see. What's a breakfast sandwich worth there? Well, let's say it's six bucks a sandwich. Oh, I was going to say, but yeah, six, six. Divide uh, two point one million by six dollars. Okay, it should work out. Yeah, we have to do the show for a while. Uh, Hope that's okay. I guess. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show. 
text messages are floating in after I just lost $2.1 million to Carl <laughs> Brown during our last radio break. That was I still am trying to figure out if you read that story yesterday. No, nah, man. I didn't read the story. I, I wasn't really – I didn't really keep up much on, if, on Twitter yesterday. I – I did my taxes yesterday. Oh, you big grown-up boy. Did my taxes, took a nap, mailed some stuff. Wow. Look at you just gas. being an adult. Got recognized at the gas station. <laughs> uh, if you're just <laughs> tuning in, uh, I just I, I sent a, a story Carl's way, and I said, yeah. guess you know, this. And, he, yeah. and I jokingly said, if you guess the story right, I'll give you $2.1 million. And we then he it guessed the it exactly right. <laughs> I you was probably send me you probably send me two stories like that every day where you're like, "Hey, I'm going to send you something." Yeah, just don't look at it. You tell me how this person got caught or you tell me whatever. Yeah. And I never get them right because no. you're choosing from a universe of ideas, but yeah. today I landed on the right Hollywood Square and uh figured out that the uh, Capitol rider got a t-shirt made of his uh, experience so, there on January 6th. So Can I pay you in breakfast sandwiches? I, I did the math. Okay. And uh so 2.1 mil was the promise. I'm going to value your breakfast sandwich at $6 per. Ooh, that's that's pretty pricey for a breakfast sandwich. Well, you often mix up uh the uh the protein yeah. that's included on there, yeah. plus that is a uh, hand-cracked fresh Canadian egg. All right, fair. They always say hand cracked. Yeah. Who? Like, what is the? Is there another way? I guess if you the machine use, robot cracked, yeah, ro- would, would you feel worse? <laughs> no, actually, I think I'd feel cooler. If like that's you got a, a robot back there cracking eggs, that's, that's incredible. That's a hand cracked Canadian egg. Oh, God damn it! Right. So six bucks, I'm going to value it out. Okay, right, so right, I'll take it. Uh, we're dividing two point one mil by six. That's three hundred and fifty thousand breakfast oh, sandwiches. Oh, daddy. If we divide that by how many days you and I typically work in a year, I set that at 250. Okay. If we did 250, we'd only have to do the show for 1,400 more years, and then you'll be you'll be all squared up in my books, good sir. And I got to make one every day. Every day. Oh, no days off. No days off. Oh no. You're pushing that breakfast sandwich rock uphill. Chicken shoes for daddy. <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> one text message here said, oh, you just give Carl a soap and round coffee mug and it should be oh, all square. That's it. Does that that's work? The, that's the going rate. Can I get you a coffee mug, Carl? <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. 6.05, Tuesday morning. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. You can text the show, 977-977. Funny text message came in, I think, from uh, my wife's co-worker. Oh, really? Yeah, it said, uh, Matt, be honest with me, how hungover is Chelsea going to be at work today? <laughs> oh, it was her birthday yesterday, it, right? It was my wife's, Chelsea's guys, birthday uh, yesterday, yeah. You guys get up too much? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we had a nice bottle of wine set aside. That's all right. And uh, had a couple. It was a, couple a of Monday th- night, but no bachelor, unfortunately. I, we talked had, about she that? She was just out of season, unfortunately. It would have been... It, That'd have been something. It, it's, she's never had a bachelor on her birthday, right? Because it has to fall on a Monday. Yes. We were shattered to realize that. Oh my God! This pandemic yeah. stole the bachelor <laughs> episode from her birthday night, which was too uh, bad. But that's too bad. It, it was. It was a great night. Yeah, we had a couple cocktails of dinner. We did. We. It was actually the most adult like birthday celebration. Yeah. Because I I asked her. I was like, "What do you want? You know, do you want a gift and whatnot?" She's like, "Honestly, I don't want anything. So I don't really mm-hmm. need anything." She's like, "Just 
make me a bunch of food, like nice food over the weekend. So it was like, you know, like her favorite things. Like we did, like we ordered in poutine one night. We ordered in shawarma. Then last night, like I made like a risotto dinner. The night nice. before it was like a homemade soup. So it was like the most adult kind of like <laughs> birthday celebration you like have. a series of meals. Yeah, that was it. She's like, I don't need anything. I just want to no. eat and drink. I was like, that sounds great to me. I can provide all that. Can handle that. Uh, so, but it was, she was talking to people that are work and and you know they were kind of giving her the gears but yeah we we did we had some drinks but it's funny because i want to i want to ask you when you were a kid right yeah. did you do everything in your power to just stay out of your parents crosshairs uh for the most part yeah i was pretty i was pretty independent and i think at some point when i was pretty young they just put a tv in my room and that was the end of me and them talking so, yeah, yeah there was, there yeah. you go right yeah. i remember growing up it was like if if I'm trying to do anything mischievous in any way, yeah, I'm just gonna make sure my parents don't know and what they don't know. And, and you yeah. know what? Even some of the times they probably even knew, but they went, "Hey, yeah. if he's quiet, then sure. what do I care?" Because that's the classic parent move, right? Yeah, we go into our basement, and it's basically like an unwritten rule: Hey, don't piss us off, right? Yeah. Don't be and, too loud, and you can. And you guys get to do pretty much whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So last night, uh, we're put. We put them to bed. And they're always like, oh, can we, because their rooms are like beside each other, my yeah, son yeah, and yeah. daughter, they're like, oh, can we, uh, can we like talk? And most nights we're like, no, like go to bed. Like you're going to be up to like 10, 11 o'clock if we like right, just right, talk right. or whatever. Yeah. And so last night I liked, they're like, can we talk? And I just look at them. I said, look, the only thing tonight, mm-hmm. just don't piss off your mother. That's yeah. what I said, right? The yeah. only thing I want from you tonight is do not bother your mother. So if you want to chatter... Whatever. You want to play in your rooms? I don't care, right? I was like, we got a bottle of wine. We're going to go downstairs. But you're upstairs. You're in bed. Just don't come down the stairs. And yeah. That's it. We're good. And so my daughter's like, well, what does that mean? And I I just kind of look at her. I'm like, just don't bother your mother. And she's like, well, I don't understand what that means. And I come on. (laughs) And I just keep saying it again. I'm like, don't bother your mother, right? I don't want to say the words. Yeah. Talk and play. I don't want to say those words. Yeah, you're trying to give a little wink and a nudge. Yeah. Do what you it's a will. special day. But please, just stay up here and keep it quiet. <laughs> you're right. And she just keeps going, well, so is that a yes or a no? And I just, again, <sighs> I just go, just don't bother so- your mother. And I walk down the stairs. Because, again, I don't want to tell them they can because then they're going to abuse it in later times. <laughs> so now we're downstairs. I'm thinking, the okay. Subtlety is lost on these Oh, kids. my God, man. And so I'm just, like, sitting there, and, and now we're having a, dr- a drink of wine. We're just yakking. And I hear, like, after 10 minutes, I hear walking come down the stairs. And I'm thinking, this is not happening right now. I just gave you every bit of leeway you possibly needed. Mm-hmm. I, what's happening right now? She comes downstairs, and she's like, well, I just have a question. I said, what's the one thing I just told you? She's mm-hmm. like, well, don't bother mom. I was like, what are you doing right now then? <laughs> and she's like, well, I just wanted to know if it was okay if we talked upstairs. I was like, that's it. <laughs> like, it's over. Shut her down. <laughs> we're done. I'm taking you upstairs. I'm putting you a bit. No. I was like, you're not allowed to talk. She's like, well, you just weren't clear. I was like, no, I think I was pretty clear. She's like, well, you just didn't tell me. I was like, well, now uh, I'm telling you. Now you can't talk. Not going to happen. And if I hear you talk, I'm coming up the stairs. You had the chance. Oh, man. It was they, all there. These kids are so honest to a fault, and I yeah. don't understand it. Were we just <laughs> sneakier, or like, what is it? I just didn't have any siblings at is, that age. Is that so, what it is? Yeah. They spent. <laughs> there, there was a Sega and a TV in my room, 
and there wasn't in any other room. So I was mostly just oh, there. man. And left everything else to chance. I asked her. She said they spent the 10 minutes before they came down discussing if they were allowed to talk. <laughs> and then decided clear. to come down to get clarification. <laughs> and But you know what the problem is? Again, I don't want to say to her. As opposed, as opposed to realizing in that 10 minutes that they were talking, yeah. you had not come upstairs nor interfered in their conversation, and they were already doing what they were asking At to be doing. At some point, I want to yes. explain to them, if you don't get caught, you can do what you want. But I can't tell them that, don't right? Don't want to explain that to them this you, early. You can't. Yeah. They need to. But at what point do they figure it out on their own? <laughs> at what point do they figure out how to be, you know, a little underhanded? Yes. A little sneaky. Ah, my kids are too honest. Is what I'm trying to get at. That is the issue. It's hell. Raise some liars, why don't you? <laughs> Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Carl, the big news story that has dominated the internet over the last week, it is yeah. the giant cargo ship. <laughs> the big boat. The big boat. Ever ever given? That's what it is? Yes, that's right. Uh, it was stuck in the Suez Canal for, was it six straight days? Yeah, six days and, and some change. It was it was stuck there. High winds had kind of uh, uh, blown it uh, sideways, so it was wedged diagonally across the canal, shut down um, the trade at that uh at that port, which carries, I think, I think it said 10% yeah. of its total trade goes through that body of water. The so, backup of ships and, and oh, shipments was... People were sailing around the, the, the Cape of South Africa. Like it was the 1700s again. And then the, the memes and the yeah. gifts and just, it was, it was a, I know there was a lot of money lost, but it was a very funny time on the internet. Yeah. Yes. Twitter would like the boat put back. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so it officially got unstuck yesterday, right? It got unstuck yesterday. And did you see, did you see the celebratory video of the tugboat dudes uh, post unstuckness? Okay, first things first, <laughs> tugboat dudes. Oh yeah, add that to the band. I'm already, list. I'm already opening the document. That might be like a number one ranked band, tugboat <laughs> Tug- dudes. Tugboat dudes. That's a great band name. Sounds like a Steely Dan song. <laughs> Tell me right now that you wouldn't go watch tugboat dudes at the Cat's Caboose in St. Catharines. <laughs> hey, you want to go get some beers and see the tugboat dudes? I think, uh, the, tug- I think the tugboat dudes are playing tonight. Oh, no kidding, oh, tugboat yeah. dudes. Get a babysitter. We're going to see the tugboat dudes. Yeah, that one's up there. So it is, they, uh, it is on the list. Is that how it got unstuck? Was through tugboats? Uh, they, I mean, there's a number of things. They, they were they were dredging parts of the canal. They were they were flooding it with more water to try and refloat this thing. But yeah, there was several uh, tugboat crews who were who were pulling and pushing and doing whatever they can to try and get the nose of this thing uh, off the uh, off the banks of the Suez Canal, get it yeah. pointed in the right direction, allow the ship to finally go to port to open <laughs> this whole thing back up. But a video circulated yesterday. Uh, they're on a tugboat called uh, Mashur, and this crew is having one after getting this boat. <laughs> is this that chanting? Yeah. It's the name of the boat they're chanting. It's like a, it's like a soccer celebration. <laughs> it's like a soccer. They're like jumping up yeah. and down, putting like the number one yeah. finger, and they're like, we're number one. <laughs> Full crew of like fifteen tugboat dudes just having a having a cheer and finally getting this thing unstuck. So let let me ask you this. Yeah. Is this the greatest moment in tugboat history? 
<laughs> I don't know if it's the greatest moment, but for those dudes, Come on. Sure this is their like this is their World Cup victory yeah. uh, in, ter- in terms of like tugboat duties. It's not a job that certainly comes with a lot of media recognition or anything like that. So yeah, this is your this is your moment in the sun as a as a tugboat worker. I'm sure this yeah. is the lifting the Stanley Cup in front of the crowd. Like <laughs> you will never have a bigger moment as a tugboat yeah. operator, as you could hear. It's as big as it gets. Yeah, this, this is, is what it, I man. I think this is the this biggest is this is the biggest moment in tugboat history. I mean You unstuck the boat. Point me in a direction where you can think of a tugboat having a bigger moment than this. Oh man, they've probably pulled some important boats to shore, but more this, important uh, than that. But, I mean, this was this was solving a week long problem, right? So yeah, it's that took be up over there. the internet. I'm unaware of my tugboat history. This but, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's got to be up there. I think it's. I think we've got a new number one in tugboat history moments. <laughs> tugboat moments. That's right. It might be right. I look. We're gonna have to Google this, but I think we've found. <laughs> what would like, you Google? I want uh, to. I want to know. Tell me what you're going to put in your search. I bar. would put into the search bar "world's best tugboat moments." That's exactly what I would put. <laughs> I'll do it right now. I'll live Google. Hold on. You're gonna you're gonna get yep. some wrestling clips from the early okay. '90s of uh, Fred Ottman wearing a red and white striped shirt. Tugboat moments, right? <laughs> yeah, That's sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, hold on here. <laughs> what uh, comes up? Oh, Top God. result. God, you Mr. Perfect versus Tugboat Intercontinental yeah. Championship. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I absolutely knew it. Yeah, that's the first thing that came up. And then uh, the, the <laughs> other ones are the, the story we're talking about now. Yeah. I did find the most powerful tug, Guinness World Record. Okay. Um, yeah, but did they ever get the Suez Canal opened up? Exa- this record is based on the greatest bullard pole of a tugboat. Ah. There you go. Uh, yeah, the record's measured in tons. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know what? Move over because this yeah. is the greatest moment in tugboat this is history. It. The tugboat dudes. <laughs> it's on the list. Shout out to them. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. <laughs> is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977 977. You can text the show. Call us soon. 905 688 9797. Somebody your said little, your little gurgle from within there. Oh man, it's it's hell. <laughs> it's hell. I wish I could burp. Uh, text message here said Brown's tugboat moment was winning two point one million dollars yeah, earlier. It was. It was that getting was the a good point. It was. It was pulling the self-made T-shirt answer yeah. out of the uh, out of the universe of possible answers and being absolutely correct. That was. That was pretty good. Another person said, what about uh, the time that you got, or what about the, the tugboat that saved the drunk people on the lake that uh, we oh, interviewed? The ones who went out on the uh, on the Flamingo or the floaty or yeah, whatever, the I tugboat mean, had to save them? Yeah. That ended up being worldwide news. It was all yeah. over Reddit, so yeah. it's somebody up there. Men- somebody mentioned a uh, like a Niagara Falls or Niagara River uh, tugboat rescue, which uh, somebody could send me a link on that. I'm not super caught up on that I'm one. Sh- all of those are fine. But all great moments. This... I mean, I don't think you can beat it. Like, come on. (laughs) They saved this ship that was viral for six days. You know what? I do want to make that a new saying on the show, by the way. 
Yeah. Tugboat moments. Tugboat. Is this a tugboat moment? Yeah. (laughs) That's a new. When we achieve something great or when we do something that works out really well. Or even Hits Nation. Like if you're at your work and something like that happens, run it by us. Is this a tugboat moment? (laughs) Like successfully pulling off the honey roll was a tugboat moment. Yeah. And then we'll get like a mm, sound. And if you call, (laughs) you got boys. I got a tugboat moment potential here, and we'll play the sound like the donkey yeah. roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to make like this a thing on the shelf. I like you. Yeah, we'll make it a thing. By the way, somebody said I once saw a tugboat named Rusty Tugger. Best name ever. I love a good boat name. Love a good boat name. Oh, some of them One are of the- super creative. Good boat name and a nice captain's hat. <laughs> you ever you ever just wear a captain's hat to a party? Everybody I've, wants to put it on. I've seen Everybody s- wants to be the captain. I was going to say, I've seen somebody wear a captain's hat, and yeah, they're a hit. They're an absolute you just bring hit. one camping sometimes? Wear it around for the weekend? Make it a little thing? That's a great time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever eaten in order just to be polite? It came in from Ashley. Uh, my, my grandpa uh, on my mom's side, the one that I'm closer to, the other Carl, uh, he was a commercial fisherman for a good portion of his lifetime. So he was the, always the, he <laughs> officially drove tugboat. He's definitely needed a tugboat a few times. Okay. Um, he was the classic, like, ah, this will put hair on your chest. Kind of, kind of grandfather. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like lots of like, uh, like pickled herring, uh, fish eye soup, Ooh. uh, lots of, lots of weird, like weird, you know, boat preserve kind of things that I've eaten with him just to be like, okay, I'll man up and eat this with you and then we'll go have a naked sauna after because that's our relationship. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I went to a baby shower once and somebody was like, oh, this is a family recipe. This is one of the cakes mm-hmm. that's like within our family. You've got to try it. And I'm thinking, okay, how bad could a cake really be? It was a triple layer of just white bread, and in between each was mayonnaise. No. It was just bread and mayonnaise. Is somebody having like a rib at the party there to see who would actually eat it and Dude, pretend I to be nice know, about it? Dude, I don't know, but they gave us a slice because I said uh, I would, and then when I looked, uh, what the hell? You call This is cake? It's not a cake. It's a sandwich. You can't. It's, it's barely and a sandwich. It's barely a sandwich. <laughs> So we just like did that thing. You cut up pieces of it and move it around the plate and then throw it away when no one's looking. How do you call that a cake? You don't. You feed it to the dog quietly. (laughs) Even the dog's like, this is lame. Mm. This is lame. Um, If you never had to sleep and always had perfect energy, how would you use that extra time? Oh, I like to yeah. say that I would be productive, but I would just look at my phone more. <laughs> right? Yeah, I like, like, I like to say I'd read more, I'd work out, I'd get into great shape, but I I can't promise any no, of those I, things. I would just watch more TikTok. Would like, I honestly. Learn, would I learn a second language? Mm, you would tell yourself you would? Yeah. You wouldn't do it. Maybe after a year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you would. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, if the spot for shadow government opened up and they had yeah. an election class president style, what would be your campaign slogan? Campaign slogan? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I've campaign? got mine, and I know Go I'd get all the votes. Let's hear yours first, though. Uh, no more Zoom calls. I shouldn't have let you go first. Did I steal your spot? You did steal my spot! Tugboat rides for everyone. Welcome to 905-682- 9797. Call the machine anytime. And we're going to start with somebody who I, I don't, I listen to this a few times, and it's a piece of somebody, I think, doing a prank call of some sorts. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, just take a listen. Beer store prank call. I know, I don't see any wallets or anything here. No? No, it was a clear plastic baggie. Clear plastic baggie? Yeah. Oh, how big? Just a little one with the, my stuff oh, in it. Thrown out, sorry. Oh, no. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you had to be there. I was going to say. Are you trying to say he lost a bag of dope at the beer store? Is that what he was trying to I, Yeah, I think a bag of clear Coke. plastic yeah. baggie with my, my stuff in it? Yeah. Hmm. That was a swing and a miss, guys. I had Captain Volcano vibes there. Well, I, they, I, they gave us like half of it? I guess so. I wasn't quite sure what, yeah. I don't know, man. No, you tried. Um, I don't know if what we're, I'm about to play, if this is going to lead to... A feud or not, it would be the world's worst feud. But we had a call from Dirty Dan yesterday. Oh, right. The yeah. Dirty Dan drunk girl. Thing. Okay. Well, here. All right. Here. All right. Somebody done called yesterday about being the Dirty Dan. You're not the Dirty Dan. I'm the real Dirty Dan. I think drunk girl's all right. So let me just start by saying I don't think we need a Dirty Dan feud. <laughs> I think Dirty Dan's already played out. It's like when we had the feuding Seagulls and stuff like that. Yeah. No, Let's the, try and keep the, to one Dirty Dan. The Seagulls thing, there was reason for it. I think it was yeah. funny. The Dirty Dan thing. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how many. Let's see what you can do with it. But I don't know if that one has any legs. Okay. We'll see. Uh, okay. We Last week, eight-year-old girl. She called up. She wanted to drop down a joke. I think her name was Thalen. I think something it, like that. Yeah, I believe it was yeah. Thalen. Her dad texted after, so she listened to the show. Yeah. So she dropped down a joke. I gave it a two out of ten. You did. Now you, yeah. hey, you're a tough hey. judge, and you said hey, you'll be honest. Can't yeah. uh, can't adjust the bar just because it was cute. They're back. What did she got? Hi guys, it's me again, and I want to give you guys another joke. What? Brown and sticky. Uh, stick. Sorry. What's brown and sticky? A stick? That's right. Thalen, we're going in the wrong direction here. It's a one out of ten. Oh. Sorry. I was expecting to be the punchline there. I was hoping more than anything the when answer was said, Carl Brown. When she said brown and sticky, I, I, was having, I was having flashbacks. I was waiting for her to drop down Carl. Yep. I thought that would have been incredible. I would have got you a four. Oh, I really was truly hoping the okay. answer was Carl. Thalen, don't let me discourage you. Tough judgment just means back to the drawing board. Give us a call next week. I want to say that I love that she came right back at it. Yep. I love the determination. Mm-hmm. You just keep, you, don't stop. Oh, yeah. Don't stop. And again, by all means, use Carl as the punchline anytime you need to. <laughs> the guy's Absolutely. a punching bag. He's here for you. No doubt. All right. So, but appreciate you trying. Now that we got that out of the way, um, this. Huh. Oh, that's funny. That didn't taste like Fanta at all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just leave that one be, shall we? We shall. <laughs> uh, a recipe. Somebody wanted to drop in a recipe All right. that involves your air fryer, Carl. 
Hey, what's up, guys? I know you're a big fan of the air fryer, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman just showed me a Subway hack. The uh, you grab a six-inch sub, dip it in flour and egg, and then you store it in the air fryer with breadcrumbs all over it. Swear to God, that looks amazing. I'm about to go out and try it. Have a good weekend. You know, basically, like almost like air frying a sub. Like if you, you know, if you're doing egg wash and flour and right. uh, and breadcrumbs, yeah, you're <laughs> deep frying your sandwich in a way. Uh, you tell me air you wouldn't try it. Sandwich? I guess I would try it. You ever do like the egg wash and flour and uh, and coating and all that stuff at home? You end up with like cookie monster hands, man. Your hands oh, just get covered and all the stuff. It's yeah, the worst. If you're making like a battered fish or like a chi- chicken yeah. strips or whatever, yeah, it's chaos. As the guy who mainly does the dishes around here, whenever I hear, we're battering stuff tonight, I am not pumped. <laughs> because you, it's a lot of work for me. You get getting, the rubber gloves. That'll help. I don't use gloves. <laughs> who do you think I am? Too many years in kitchens to use gloves just to do my own dishes. <laughs> Plus, I don't have any that fit my hands. No, but I meant the disposable ones. Again, I still don't have any that fit my hands. <laughs> Also, uh, let me just say this. Women love being called the woman. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big yeah. fans of that. <laughs> yeah. The woman was telling me, well, that'll like, go over great. It's like, it's like the wizard. Woman. The wizard showed me a trick. The woman. My God, man. <laughs> All right. Let's finish with a text to landline. How about you, Carl? I had a dream last night. Carl was a battering ram. We <laughs> swung him into a door head first and knocked it down. After we got into the building, we used him like a brick and tossed him through a window. Once in that room, we played jailbreak. That building we broke into. The White House of Rock. You're home, Carl. (laughs) Be free, you gentle Kamado dragon. (laughs) Kamado dragon. (laughs) You're home. You're home, Carl. Is that going to be my my only return to the building? Yeah, we have to use you as a battering ram. <laughs> we swing you head go, first. I have to go full juggernaut right into that place. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. 741. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Did we go off air? People are saying we just went you off know, air. Not not on our on our 97.7 feed, if you're listening in the car or anything. But it does look like some people had some issues with the, uh, the iHeartRadio stream. Uh, maybe missed the contest. Maybe might have even missed a little bit oh, of the machine. Missed this great content that we're providing. <laughs> now, again, if you missed that. Or if you miss any part of the Soper and Brown show, uh, we do put this thing up every day in podcast form. People have been uh, knocking on the door saying, when are you guys going to put this thing up as a podcast? When are you going to get it up on other platforms? The answer to that was yesterday. Soper and Brown show now available on Spotify with uh, with more to come as well. I was going to say, I believe as of Wednesday, it'll be up on the Apple podcast and the yep. Google podcast things as well. Yeah, so. so just about anywhere that you go to find your podcast, the Soper and Brown show uh, podcast is going to be there probably, yeah, by the end of day Wednesday, uh, certainly by the end of this week. So full finally, show. 
yeah. every part of the show just with you know uh, music and, and stuff taken yep. out so yeah soper does the editing trims it down to a nice tight uh compact little show there for you, you can check out the soper and brown show on yeah. all your formats it's download great. it for the road trips all right yeah download it for the roadies show it to your friends here's what you do that's show it to your friend clip that um you, <laughs> you download one of the podcasts yep. and then you make the trip up to caledonia on thursday Oh, there that's you go. That's what you do. Now that's how you're rolling into it. There's uh, some video content on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, there us trying all the blizzards. Yeah, our trip to Caledonia on Saturday. We tried, uh, I think we did like six different concoctions by the time it was all said and done. I saw somebody on Twitter was like, why are you guys eating tiny blizzards? Well, because we had to sample like six of them, I dude. thought it was seven. I thought we ate seven. <laughs> it, might have been, it might have been seven. There was so much ice cream, like and you I'm said s- yesterday. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing. I'm such a, a little pig that I ate every <laughs> single one of them. I was rolling around with like a dairy-filled belly afterwards, man. <laughs> yeah. We had lunch, too. Complained the whole way home. Oh, my God. I just, I can't contain myself. I, I, I just, I can't I know. Every, every, like they said, they're bringing out, you know, the sand so we could try and make some decisions on our flavors. Uh, again, the Soper and Brown Blizzards, both available at the Caledonia Dairy Queen as of you Thursday. You just look like you're dressing up a little pig. And uh, benefiting the Children's Miracle Network. But as we're making those decisions, yeah, you were plowing through way too much of every sample. Left yourself uh, left yourself in a tough spot for the ride home. My God. Yeah, the, so check out the video. It's just samples and chatting, and, and, yeah. and it's a great spot there in Caledonia. It's- a little musical accompaniment. It's funny. You you were working on the video last night, and it's like, it was like 9.30-ish. And I was, I'm reading in bed, and you're like, uh, I got the video uh, uploaded to the Google Drive. I was like, okay, sweet. You like, text me a couple minutes later. You check it out yet? I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in bed. I'm already sho- I'm, I've showered. I'm nude. And I can tell you're excited about it. So yeah. I'm like, fine. Okay, I'm going to go. So I go into my office. I didn't get dressed. I flip, uh, I flip the lights Hold on up. here. You watch the video naked? I watch the video in the nude. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I come, so I come into the room here. And we've got, I've got one window, window in the office. And it is such, it's, it's a tall, like, almost like a portrait window like the windowsill it sits barely, low to the ground yeah the windowsill is probably at my knees so i come in here you know 9 30 9 40 flip the lights on and i look through the backyard and there is my the neighbor whose yard attaches onto the back of mine john and i'm just standing there completely nude <laughs> oh yeah grabbed a blanket like off a the guest bed yeah that was i was full porpoise mode and uh <laughs> looking and for some hard guys wrapped myself up to some level of decency while i downloaded and uh and got this thing all set to go for this morning like little scrotums scattering around <laughs> How much are you enjoying this here? You get oh. the full. You're right in the full gamut of uh, of sound clips here. Aggressively penis. So yes, I watched your little video project in the nude last night. I so what you need to do? Go to our Facebook page. You can yeah. see the video of us taste testing everything. And imagine me watching it naked. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Silver and Brown, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Hey, ten. Tuesday morning, I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. 977-977. Get your text in anytime. Some text messages starting to float in saying, you got more hernias we need to name? <laughs> yeah, this this did start back in May of 2020. Yeah. You, you said that you, you thought or felt that you may have had a, a hernia or several small ones. You got some doctor's opinions, some... 
counter opinions. Man, this... And we've never really had a firm confirmation of what's going on with you. This has been the most insane process. And I hope, more than anything, that the reason this has gone on for how long it's gone on is because, you know, COVID confuses things and makes things weird. Because, yeah, we're coming up on a year yeah. that I have just been diagnosed, misdiagnosed, yeah. pushed aside. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't have a, I don't have a family doctor, so right. maybe that helps muddle things. Could be. This all started by having to go to a walk-in clinic, and then it just spiraled from there. Right. So, yeah, I found, like, a lump, and so I went to a doctor, and they were like, yeah, I think it's a hernia, right? We, we remember this. I yep. went and saw, I went and got an ultrasound, and they're like, oh, you have three hernias. And we went, three hernias? Three what hernias. the hell yeah. did I even possibly do to get that? Yeah. That's when we named them. Maybe when you were moving, when you were packing, when you yeah. were doing that stuff as you as you made your way here, but we don't know. So we named him Ricky, yeah. Julian, and Bubbles. That's right. We gave away a TV. We did. To the best name. We gave away a television. Yeah. And then. I don't even remember why we had that TV, but it, we did give it away. It was my old TV. <laughs> and remember we did the thing oh, stuff yeah. Soper and Brown's trunk? That's right. We, we gave it away to the trunk guy. Yeah. And, and yeah. so we gave away the TV based on that. Then I went to go see another specialist about it. And then you remember he said to me, oh, you don't have three hernias. You only have yeah. two hernias. Yeah. I went, well, how do you get that so wrong? Like, Yeah. So, and then he wasn't even sure they were hernias. And then he's like, it might be testicle tendonitis. I'm not sure. Anyway. So, so then they completely lose my file. Yeah. And I don't get a call back from them. Yeah. Then when I contact them, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. We've never seen you. And I was like, what do you mean you've never seen me? What do you <laughs> possibly mean by that that you Who is don't? this? Don't call it, here again. And then I break my leg. Yeah. So that throws another wrench all into the plans. That meanwhile, kind of, be, kind of became the priority to get your foot facing the right direction again. Yeah. So meanwhile, I still got a lump. And I've got pain down there. And if I lift anything, the yeah. pain... Is mm-hmm. more severe. That's right. I got no clue what's going on. I got lumps and I got pain. <laughs> I got lumps. So finally, <laughs> I get get with somebody and yeah. a doctor, and they're like, "We need to get you a CAT scan. We need to make sure this isn't more serious than it appears to be." Which I'm like, "Please, like, yeah. yes." If we Any could, information? If we could Let's figure go. this out. Having sore testicles is not fun. So I finally get the CAT scan. Yep. And it's it, so he looks at it and calls me yesterday. I'm like, okay, finally an update here. He goes, all right. So uh, you have one hernia. I was like, what? Okay, one. I have one hernia. It's like, yeah, better you than, have one better hernia. Than three. I'm better like, than okay. Three. So not I've now lost two hernias. Cool. I somehow gained three. I lost one, and then I've now lost the second one. Right on. So I'm down to one hernia. We're down to one. That's after seeing three different specialists and getting two ultrasounds uh, and a CAT scan. All right. It's now confirmed. Apparently, I have one. I'm. I, I maybe I'll get more at some point. I don't. And know. what about the other two things? So then I also apparently have some fatty tissue blockage what? in in my butt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> in, Go again. In the muscle uh-huh. of my buttocks, buttocks. Yeah. I have some fatty tissue thing that is benign and okay. just sits there uh-huh. that eventually they're like, yeah, we'll take it out, but it shouldn't be causing these issues that you've got going on down there. Okay. So I'm like, okay, 
well, what do we do? And they're like, well, we'll go. You can see a urologist in September. I was like, that ain't going to work. September. So you want me just to deal with these lumps and all this pain till September? Yeah, no, that's not going to work. Right. And so I was like, well, what else do you think? He's like, well, I think it's two things. Could be testicle tendonitis mm-hmm. or you have an inflamed prostate. And I was like, okay. Great. So can we work on finding out, you know, rather Which than I think. How are we still guessing here? Could we work on getting me some answers and See, getting this figured out? So at this point, you've got one hernia yep. confirmed. Confirmed. A fatty butt lump yep. confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Testicle tendonitis possibly. is possible. And an inflamed prostate. Is also possible. That's right. So if on the injury report. <laughs> and I'm still recovering from the broken leg. Yeah. You're a medical marvel. Can like look. I'm not I don't want to wield they see, What do they see when they look in there? Just a casserole and nonsense. I don't know if they're just guessing at this point or but for so many doctors or or specialists to yeah. just continually get it wrong. <laughs> we got to get you a family doc oh, at some point here. Somebody like, listening, know someone taking, you know, uh, applications. Get the soapers family. Yeah, like I don't want to try to wield too much power here, but like <laughs> I'm going on a year. Yeah. It hurts to lift things. Yeah. It hurts to sit down. Ugh. I've got lumps, and they're telling me I got to wait till September. I got. <laughs> I don't think I can do it anymore, in different Carl. Spots of my body. <laughs> Text message floating in here. It says, "So are we going to name this now singular hernia, or because my vote goes for Prez? Yeah, after President of the United sure. States and lump. Yeah. I, I am at this point. I don't want to name anything because I don't want to become attached. For all I know, I'm I have four. Like, yeah, I, oh, I know. this one may dissolve. Dude, they, yeah. hey, look, <laughs> the actual doctors seem to be throwing darts. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Question comes in over the uh, text box here. Is Matt becoming the tugboat of disorders? <laughs> yeah, this for sure. I think your, your whole lower half is the Suez Canal <laughs> and something's blocking it. <laughs> well, it only took six days to get that unstuck. I'm going on a year. Oh, my God. Dude, the run from May 2020 to however far this goes, please tell me that's the most medical situations I'm going to have to deal with. Because lots of of folks in here saying, talking about their, you know, runarounds they've had. And, you know, the Canadian medical system, it's not a perfect system. It is a good system. It is not a perfect system when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I assume that system is under some duress, right? Like there are probably hands being you know, dictated to other areas to, you know, deal with a pandemic, etc. It's not the best time to have lumps and pain it in your testicles. It ain't the great time, no. I could have picked a better I've, time. I've never felt better, personally. <laughs> I mean, no somebody current, has to. No current maladies. Somebody has to, at least. In fact, I'm getting stronger. <laughs> Are you taking my powers? <laughs> Is that what's happening here? One breakfast sandwich at a time. <laughs> At least I could do the show from the hospital bed if I do oh, at easy. some point get to have some form of surgery. Yeah. Like I, I've said to the one doctor I talked to last, I said, do, get ready to clip it, yeah. do whatever you need to do to me. Like I don't <laughs> care. Like no, but you, you in a hospital bed. Sure. Me in my guest room, yeah. laying in a casket. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor somehow in studio. <laughs> 
to bridge the gap. <laughs> and then profit. profit. <laughs> now, now, it's time, it's time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl, you're one for five in, uh, in this game that we have yeah, come man. up with. Not a strong suit of mine. <laughs> uh, we have $100 worth of vouchers for the, uh, sorry, Lotto 649 draw. I said Lotto Max earlier. Lotto 649 draw uh, for tomorrow. If you can take down Carl Brown, Facebook Marketplace, Price is Right. Let's welcome in today's contestant. We got Steve in Burlington. Steve, good morning, buddy. How the heck are you doing? Fantastic, buddy. So here's how this is going to work. I have a bunch of random items from Facebook Marketplace. I assume you've sold something on Marketplace or Kijiji? Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It, and it can be a weird process, and people price things out a little bit weird. So I have some actual real items that people were selling, and I'm going to give you two prices. One of them is a completely real price. The other I have made up. You're looking for the real price. Make sense? Gotcha. Okay. Now, do you want to go first or you want to go second? Uh, I'll go first. Go first. Okay. So, Carl, you're playing on behalf of Ryan and Grimsby today. Okay. Right? Ryan and Do Grimsby. Best. Okay. Stephen Burlington, let's give you a sex doll that somebody turned into a vase. Wow. <laughs> a sex doll somebody turned into a vase. Is it $99 or $199? Uh, I'm going to say $199. $199 is incorrect. Mm. Oh, interesting. Wow. Just $99 for that sex doll vase or vase or however it is you want to say it. Did they not put a lot of effort into it? Uh, it's it's only half the body. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, they use um <clears throat> mm-hmm. the butt to put the flowers in. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's quite the piece, honestly. 99 is underselling it. Okay, <laughs> Carl Brown, for yeah. you... I have used edible panties. <laughs> used edible panties. Yikes. Those going Go for ahead. $40 or $80? I'm going 40 You'd be correct. Hot start for Carl and Ryan. Hot start. There we go. Steve, let's get you on the board, pal. I have a hand-drawn picture of Angelina Jolie. That, by the way, is terrible if you see it. It's just <laughs> awful. For context, it's awful. Did she want $25 or $50 for that piece? I'm going to go high and say 50 Good call. It's correct. Yeah. Nice work. Right. Nice work. It's truly awful. And it's just pencil. There's no coloring <laughs> or anything. It's just pencil. It's just bad. Carl, for you, Let's I go. have the barbecue cooler combo. Which is just a toilet. Oh. The grill is the seat, and the cooler is the back of the tank. Does it work? It does. Well. Well, you have to pour ice in the back of the tank. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Fire the thing up, yeah. Did they want $200 or $800? I'm going to say $800 for that modified toilet, grill, cooler. That'd be a lot of money. Yeah, but man, it's, well, it's at least two things in one. Would you pay that, Carl? Oh, I wouldn't pay it, brother. No, I've already got a cooler and a grill and two toilets, actually. I'm doing fine. Well, somebody did pay for it because that is correct. Yeah. $800. It's a lot of modifications, man. Incredible. Um, That means that, right, you actually have to get this correct to even stay alive. All right, Steve? Steve. Yep. I give you 
the timeout fish tank. Perfect for when you need to put your fish into timeout. Is that $15 for this fish tank or $115? The timeout fish tank. Uh, I'm going to go $15. $15. Is incorrect. Oh, Steve. In Burlington. You've been taken down by the Brown. You've been taken (laughs) down by the Brown. All right, man. Well, we'll cut you loose. We appreciate you playing, and you can try us back tomorrow, okay? Okay, man. Thanks, pal. See you later. Well, that means we got to bring in our big winner. We got Ryan and Grimsby. Ryan, you've done it. Look at that. (laughs) Easiest prize you've ever won, huh? Oh, wow. That was. Carl, you really came through for me there. Yeah, man. How, that was a, a rare victory here. Were oh, you yeah. Were you playing off air? How did you do on some of those? I uh, I like the panties one. Yeah. Is that part of the uh, prize? Uh, the panties aren't, but I can work on getting you that barbecue cooler toilet combo, okay? That would be a fair trade, I think. So I'll get you that, and we'll get you the $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw. Stay on the line with us, man. We'll get your information, all right? Awesome thing. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. You can text the show anytime. You can call us too, 905-688-9797. Yeah. Um, just let's a, over. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the birthday show. Uh, it's yes. right, at the, right at the top of the text box there. Uh, texter says, it's my husband's 40th birthday. Give a shout out to him. His name's Brian. Do I get a fish sandwich? Fish sandwich for you, Brian. And for all the Brian's out That's there. That's right. And you know what you should do for your birthday is you should wait until Thursday and then drive to Caledonia and get yourself a sober and a sober blizzard and a brown blizzard yeah. and and just celebrate that. So, get one of each. It's yeah, for a good cause. Why not? <laughs> Happy birthday, Brian. What else you got? Um, just looking. Let's go with. Would you rather fight five horse-sized ducks or twenty duck-sized horses? I'll take the twenty duck-sized horses. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. It's not even a question. Uh, this one came in for me and said, what do you think about uh, NFTs and how they may affect the sport card trading market? What, yeah, so uh, explain what an NFT is. I don't even think yeah, I understand. Uh, non-fungible tokens is what NFT stands for. And basically, there's, uh, there's there seems to be a new... Um, a new way of spending your your digital currency and uh, it's on these uh kind of like nfts and and buying basically like digital pieces yeah you can of like art or digital collectibles like people this are like NBA selling tweets thing. and stuff yeah and, yeah so i'm not familiar enough with the nft concept or market to understand how it's going to affect sport card trading but i'll just say and i was i was having this conversation with chelsea we were driving back from something the other day i think she had an appointment at hamilton general and she's like, you didn't. Uh, she's like, you didn't even mention to pop up to your card store that you like to visit when we're here. The sport card hobby has gotten so hot in the last couple of years. Like, I don't think I've bought a box since October. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like boxes of like NFL cards that I was buying for one hundred and eighty to like two hundred and twenty dollars for like the, for the box of like twenty four packs. Like those are now going for like well north of like four hundred, five hundred. What? It's almost impossible to find them at the store level. The secondary market is just I would absolutely have, gone off. It's incredible, dude. I would it's, have said two twenty was a lot. It has squeezed me right out of the market. Honestly. Really? Honestly. It's it's actually like I've had my like my little eBay store and I'm just 
basically accepting offers on anything and selling off what I've got. And rich people have ruined my hobby. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. It's over. It, is, it has sucked the fun out of the, like, go hunt for some stuff. Like, the, the fun of just, like, ripping packs and seeing what you find. It's just, like, you, you, the, the money that has gone into it now has become so crazy that it has really ruined the fun. And I wish it hadn't. So, anyways, I'm down a hobby. Were you looking for something new? No. No. <laughs> Picking up F1. Actually, yeah, that's true. You did it's pick that new, up. It's my new thing. You did pick that up. Somebody here Moving said, on. what's your worst fear? What's your boy's worst fear? Uh, that I fall back into trading cards and spend all the money I've saved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my worst fear? I don't know, man. I don't know if I have. Like, I'm sure I have something. I've like there's like dark things where it's like yeah, I don't want to disappoint my kids but like yeah. I've yeah, I've like done skydiving you know yeah. I talked about doing the skeleton runs not like, being able to provide for my family yeah, like that's, that's dark, my, though. that it's yeah dark. those are yeah I don't have any like I'm like I'm not great with heights just because I'm like you know a heavy dude and I'd fall very fast but <laughs> would, would you fall faster I uh, guaranteed Do you think so I don't know. <laughs> Isn't there that whole, like, if you yeah. drop, like, a bowling ball and, like, and a drop piece a of paper, yeah, and it yeah. falls at the same rate? I'm not smart enough to know the science, but I okay. know I'd fall fast. <laughs> Here's what happens. We find a building. Yeah. We both jump off. Throw me off it, yeah. <laughs> and we see who lands first. <laughs> I mean, this would be the ultimate Soper and Brown science. This is the worst idea you ever had. <laughs> I'm going to fight those duck-sized horses instead. The Soper and Brown show. All right, before we get out of here, what we learned on the show today, Brown? Uh, we learned that uh, you owe me a tidy sum of uh, $2.1 oh, million dollars after I, was... I knocked one of your, hey, Carl, figure this out games out of the park. Yeah, I like to just throw stories at Carl and say, how did this end? And and mm-hmm. I always jokingly put, like, millions of dollars on the line because he never gets them. And, and then, then this, this morning... morning I got one right on the nose. It was about uh, a gentleman who took part in uh, some activities on the January 6th uh, riots at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. And you're like, how did this dude get caught? I'm like, I bet he made himself a stupid T-shirt that said, I tried to overthrow the government and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. And you're like, oh, my God, did you see the story? I'm I like, thought no, I'm sure you were lying to me or something. I, I had not and I still have not seen it. I've taken your word on it that I got it correct. What else uh, did we, learn? we learned about great moments in tugboat history, and uh, we're going to have to uh, make that a thing for the Soper and Brown show, I think. I want to ride a tugboat now. <laughs> After a- watching those guys celebrate getting the, yeah. the thing stuck in the Suez Canal. Yeah, they, they finally, the, the boat that was stuck and occupying the Suez Canal has is, is been freed, and uh, one of the tugboats that was working on the uh, the whole situation and was partly responsible for freeing that boat they posted this great video yeah listen to this they're just yeah. selling it. <laughs> it's like a soccer chant yeah that's incredible that's <laughs> Which we the- said it's it's got to be the gold standard of days as a tugboat driver like you you know you do a lot of work it's a hard job i'm sure it's a rewarding gig but you don't have a lot of days in the spotlight that's but, it. Uh, It'll never boys, get. You'll never have a bigger moment as a tugboat no, operator. No, those ever. boys had their. They had their day yesterday. I'm happy for uh, them. And we got an update on your lumps. That's what. Uh, that's what we really learned. I apparently you know, that, a medical advice update here. Have one hernia. I've got. Mm. I've got a benign, fatty tissue thing in my butt. You got a benign fatty butt lump. <laughs> and then, 
Something then, going on with my testicles and prostate. Two other mystery spots yet okay. to be determined. Okay, <laughs> we'll to have be poked to, and prodded further. Let's wait and see if we're naming any other parts of my body. That's to be determined. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a gorgeous day. Enjoy it. Uh, it's high of nineteen in the Niagara region. High of nineteen yeah. in Hamilton. High of Take eighteen it. in the GTA. Do I got to put like sunscreen on my dome today if I go outside? You know, you probably do. My tender little head. Be- <laughs> With that, Ashley's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.